guys. Welcome back to the Yak Shack podcast. We are so excited for this episode. Oh, yeah. We have a special guest that we're going to be talking to. But before we get to that, I wanted to mention, if you are enjoying this podcast, don't forget to rate and review. Let us know how we're doing. Please do. Tell your friends. We hope you guys have enjoyed every episode as much as we have. It's been a blast. And... As we get into the sport of kayak fishing, I know we're going to convince everybody kayak fishing is the greatest sport of all time. Of course we are. But as we get into it, we all have different expectations of where we want to be. Our skill levels are completely different, and mm-hmm. we want to try and get better and better. Today, we're going to talk to somebody that's been there, done that, got the t-shirt. Exactly. Well, without further ado, let's get him on the phone now. Okay, yep. Yeah. Let's patch him in. And... All right, guys. So we have our good friend and colleague, Bill Weidler, on the phone with us. How's it going, Bill? Going good. How you got it doing? Doing great, man. Doing great, yeah. Thank you so much for taking some time. I know you're busy, and we just wanted to um, take a few minutes to introduce you and tell folks um, kind of how we know you and, and uh, also pick your brain, get some fishing in there. We'll see what goes. Yeah, sounds good. Um, so for those of you that don't know, we are an impulse lithium dealer and we got to know Bill. Bill is the owner of impulse lithium, Bassmaster elite pro been fishing forever. And we got to know you through impulse because we were going to start selling lithium batteries. Did that kind of freak you out when you heard from a kayak company early like that? Yeah, it did. You know, cause you guys were actually one of the first companies that reached out to me. So uh, yeah, I mean, I mixed emotions, you know, shell shocked and then, um, excited in the, in the same sense. So yeah, <laughs> glad that we got together and, and got things working. Oh, absolutely, man. It's been unbelievable. So thank you for partnering with us and trusting in us and, and letting us, you know, work with you like that. They, they have been flying off the shelves. I was lately. about to add, yeah, those things are hard to keep in stock right now. Everybody wants them, especially they are. the power boxes. Those are awesome. Yeah, they are hot, hot product, and, uh, you know, definitely you can tell that that's where the industry is going. So, you know, hopefully we can make an impact out there. And so have you been in Helena your whole life, Bill? No, but I've been in Helena for a good minute. I mean, probably, you know, 10 or 11 years. But um, before that, I I was in, uh, what, Hoover, Vestavia, went to Shades Valley High School. So I've been in Birmingham for most of my life. Shades went to Shades Valley. Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> For no, everyone that yeah. doesn't know, everyone that doesn't know, that's his nickname that his wife calls him, and I love it. Oh yeah, either Wild Bill or Shades. I've heard you all kinds of stuff. <laughs> I'm sure you've been called yeah, worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I have been. <laughs> so, have you always been fishing? I mean, this sounds like the obvious question, but I mean, you never know. Yeah, you know, I mean, I so what I'm. 51 right now and I think I started fishing when I was about 14 years old 15 years old and and uh really got into it a little bit more when I was around 20 um you know just I ended up buying a boat and started fishing little wildcat tournaments and putting a little bit more time on the water and then everything just evolved from there is that about the time where you were like I'm gonna be a professional fisherman I'm gonna I'm gonna be in this industry permanently you know I um the opens for a few years and it was something I just wanted to do it because it was a little bit different it was a you know multi-day format and I wanted to look at that so 
I decided why not get involved in the opens. And when I got into it, I really liked it. And then it was my third year in the uh, opens that I decided that I wanted to really make a run at making the elite series. And I did qualify through the opens in 2017 and 2018 was my first year uh, as an elite series pro. Unreal, man. That's awesome. (laughs) Do you remember your first fishing tournament ever? Oh my, you know, it's crazy enough. Some of the ones I really, some of the bigger ones I did when I first started out was everybody knows in this area, Mark's Outdoors. And I, yes, I got, um, I got involved with the tournament that they did. I thought it was a great cause because they had so many young kids involved in it. And that was one of the bigger tournaments that I, I started fishing, but it was, you know, it's a team tournament deal. So the opens were the, was the first series I fished where it was an in individual event. Heck yeah. Um, and then what was some advice I guess you would give young anglers or folks that are young and in, early into their professional careers? Um, some Maybe of the local guys. Ex- inspiring like to be in the elite series. Yeah. The first thing, you know, you have to make sure that you're able to compete on that level and there's no substitution for oh God, yeah. time on the water. That is the most important thing. So you want to fish as many times as you can during the week, but also fish a bunch of different places. You don't want to get caught up in always fishing one particular body of water because when you're on the elites, you go to nine different stops and they're all different, you know, from up north to south to deep water, clear water, muddy water. So you have to be versatile in that. And, And that's the biggest thing I tell everybody is time on the water. And as far as sponsors is, cultivating relationships now where you're already in front of the people that make decisions. So if you do make the elite series, you're already working with a Shimano or a Daiwa or other manufacturers and they know you don't go into it. Just doing it all yourself. Try to reach out and get some kind of a sponsorship if you can and, and start working on those relationships now because that will follow you for your, your, um, venture trying to make it to the top that's great yeah that makes sense i love that and so like um you being a bama boy you know what are what are some of your favorite places i know it's hot you know we talked about that earlier it's really freaking hot uh, but what are some of your favorite places to kind of travel around alabama in the summertime to try to beat the heat yeah you know i mean as far as fishing around bama alabama oh yeah yeah, dude. I mean, I love I love Gunnersville, and that's probably one of my favorite places to go. The big I don't beat. care if it's scorching hot; I go out there. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> and and when we when I moved to Alabama, I moved to Alabama about a decade ago, and I knew about Gunnersville bef- way before I ever moved here. That's how famous it is. Yeah, it's a crazy popular fishery, and uh, I just spent a ton of time on it years and years ago. And, you know, I've, I've had pretty good success up there when the elites go there. So, you know, I love that place for sure. Do you have a favorite lake across the country? You know, I really don't. You know, we, I, I used to think, yeah, I have favorite lakes. <laughs> you know, but the Tennessee River, I really like the Tennessee River um, just overall. I mean, I love Lake Chickamauga. I love Gunnersville. I yeah. like Pickwick. Um, but, but, you know, I also learned to love smallmouth and I learned to, you know, love different venues and, and really, I just don't have anywhere I'd say is this is like my absolute most favorite place to go. 
because, you know, different times of year, as all fishermen know, different lakes and different techniques work better. So, you know, I just love fishing in general. I don't, I don't really don't care where I go. Yeah. I, I could have, you know, almost bet you was going to say St. Clair might be your favorite lake now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's got some heartstrings on it. I'm not uh-huh. going to lie to you, you know, so and I, wanna give I do a like Lake St. Clair. Yeah. Yeah. So like just the, our listeners, you know, last year, and you won on St. Clair in the Elite Series, and I know you've already had to do this a billion times, but just hoisting that blue trophy on the stage, out of state, fishing for smallmouth, I mean, can you put that into words? What was that like? Yeah, you know, it's hard to even put into words because if you look at my track record leading up to that event, I couldn't really do too much damage on smallmouth, and I was really paying attention to some events that were going on around the same time and how they were catching them. And, you know, a lot of it was due to the live scope I was using. And um, oh, yeah. I thought to myself, well, I'm going to try this because I was watching these guys do it. And when I was in practice in the first day, I pulled up on the spot and said, well, let me throw this live scope in the water, turn it on and see if I can't find one and pitch two and see if I can catch it. Well, I did. And it was like a seven pounder. And I was like, oh, my please tell me it's just not that easy. <laughs> and I turned around and I went and I found another one. I pitched to it and it was a four pounder. And I, I was like, okay, well, my second day of practice, I'm just going to focus on this. And I did, and I really perfected how to, you know, where where to find them, how to catch them. Yeah. And, yeah, and it, it, it all turned out for the best, man. I got the, you know, the first uh, victory on the Bassmaster Elite Series stage, and, yeah, it means a lot to me, for it, sure. It was unreal, man. We we followed you that whole weekend. We, yeah, we were going kayak fishing that day, and we were streaming it from our kayaks on the lake. <laughs> I think I texted you something like Saturday. was like, whoa, bro, Mercury move of the day, like five five-pounders in a row or something stupid. I mean, it was unbelievable. So congratulations again, man. I know we've told you a ton, but it was so fun watching that. And, and just following along with that, you know, especially knowing you like we do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it. And you know, the, the best thing for me, I will say this, every elite man I've ever fished, when I come in and I check in, we can access Bass Track and it gives us an opportunity to look and see what we've done for the day in comparison to the other field. And, you know, the final day when I checked in, I just refused to look at my phone and, <laughs> and my wife and my son came over to me and I told him, I said, don't even tell me. I don't want to know because it doesn't matter. You know, I had a good finish and let's go from there. I had no idea I was in the lead oh my until gosh. they, they called out the weight. So I was on stage, you know, and Mercer was asking me, how do you feel? And I was like, well, I know one of these guys are going to knock me out because I truly didn't know. And, <laughs> wow. you know, yeah, it was, it was super crazy exciting unbelievable man and um you know going back to it i mean it seemed like electronics played a big part yeah and so batteries are right there in line with it people you, think that it's not you know you, you gotta forget your battery you're Don't. not helping alan any because i've already told him i want live scope <laughs> so now this yeah. is just gonna reiterate that that's what i want for christmas <laughs> yeah yeah it's a great great piece of electronics and batteries do play a huge part in that I can tell you in that event, crazy enough, on the final day, I didn't run around with my big motor. So I put my trolling motor down when I got to my spot, and I stayed on my trolling motor most of the day. And towards the end of that day, my cranking battery was showing signs that it was going to die. 
and I actually called the tournament director, and that's why you saw me with my life vest on because I had turned my big motor on and ran it. You know, and I that's yeah. one of the reasons why we developed a lithium battery for a cranking battery because you have so many electronics on the front of your boat, these professional anglers, that they need the capacity to get out there and fish all day. That's true. And we found at the Akshak, you know, the 9-amp-hour battery for people running just simple um, fish finders or graphs and maybe some lights, you know, it's been a perfect battery. And then along the trolling motor line, we've kind of standardized on the 54 amp hour battery, um, lithium phosphate from you guys. And then I was going to ask you, you know, can you tell us a little bit about the platinum series from impulse lithium? Cause that being kind of the new technology that you guys have, I just wanted to maybe get a little sneak peek for the, the listeners too. Yeah, so we first introduced a standard line of lithium batteries, uh, pretty common to what you see out there. We use all cylindrical cells in a BMS. Um, with our Platinum Series, one thing that we had a, a customer demand for was knowing what their state of charge of the battery was. And there's really no way to monitor that unless you hook up a bunch of gauges and you can do that. But we introduced a battery that has Bluetooth connectivity to it. So you can actually take and download wow. the Impulse Lithium app on your phone and it'll sync to your battery, and any time during the day, you can pull that app up, and it'll tell you the state of charge of your battery. You can see the amp draw coming from your battery, um, and it just gives you the overall health, how many times you've cycled it. I mean, it's a great app. It's a great tool for people who want to know that that um, capacity and those things about the battery, and all of our Platinum Series have, have that option. That's great. And ImpulseLithium.com, I, I think the Platinum Series, the 60-amp-hour, and what, what were some of the other sizes that the, the Platinum's going to come in? Yeah, the Platinum Series, we're only offering it in a 60-amp-hour, a 100-amp-hour, and a 120-amp-hour, and that is the Marine starting or cranking battery. Awesome. So the Kayak guys, really the 100-amp-hour and the 60-amp-hour, I would say more the 60-amp-hour than anything. Yeah. You know, I think that would that – would, run any kayak all day long probably multiple days yeah we we've already sold some from the yak shack already i mean it's it's going it really is the future you know lithium phosphate and just lithium batteries in general um they're denser they're smaller they're lighter they're more reliable the technology is greater than your typical lead acid batteries and we love them so I do yeah think and that, no, you know the the crazy thing is a lot of people don't understand how easy they are to use that it's a direct replacement for your other one. So you don't have to change anything to use it. All you have to do is plug it up. But the great thing is the 60 amp hour battery is only 16 pounds. So you're not going to lug yeah. around a 50 or 60 pound battery. You can grab it in one hand and, you know, walk down to the dock and put it in and go. Yeah. That's really important for the kayak people. I mean, the lighter, the better. And the smaller. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't have a whole lot of room on the kayak like you do a bass boat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right. That's right. And it's a super compact battery with a, it packs a big punch. I can promise you that. Yeah. So, so what's next for impulse lithium and, um, the, the company, because you know, it's relatively new. Yeah. You know, we're still, we're still looking at expanding into different markets. Um, we're working on, uh, systems for RVs, campers, um, also looking at uh, golf cart systems, which we just uh, started installing some in golf carts and, you know, just trying to keep up with everything that's happening, make sure our technology is at the top. So we give the best product to the customer that we can. And we always back everything by 
an impeccable customer warranty and customer service. You know, we don't go and, and for days and not answer the phone. We try to always get back to somebody, whether it's on the weekend or not. And, you know, our warranty on the batteries is 10 years, and I don't ask questions. I keep the guys on the water because nobody wants to spend, you know, 700 to to $1,000 on a battery, and then the, the company says, well, I'm not going to cover it under warranty. I just don't do that. We repair or replace them in that 10-year period, basically no questions asked, questions asked, as long as you don't have a big hole in the side. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and we can attest to that, too. You guys have been amazing, you know, um, especially when folks are getting used to their equipment or they're learning best practice for it, maintenance for it, um, replacing parts for it, anything. You guys have been amazing. So um, kudos to you and the, the team, the whole company in general, man. We're just super proud of you guys. Yeah, did you? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you. You're welcome. Did you always think that you were going to be an entrepreneur like this or is it kind of something you just stumbled into? You know, I mean, I, before I started fishing professionally, I owned a business that actually my father started it and me and my brothers ran it and, you know, we built it up and sold it. So I had, I had run a business or two, um, myself, I had, you know, a, uh, home building, uh, residential home building company that, that I operate as well. And I just saw a need for it because I was in the industry and, uh, I knew some companies, you know, had come out with some products, but, I wanted to be one of those guys. I was entrenched in the industry. I know what the guys need that are on the water because I'm fishing at the top level. So I wanted to pass that on to customers that can have faith in me to give them what they need to get out there and do what I do. And you guys have a great team too, your professional staff and a lot of the guys that you're adding on to the impulse lithium team. I mean, you guys are getting pretty formidable, man. Yeah, you know, we got some real big names right now. If you look on our website under the Team Impulse, you'll see, you'll see uh, Brandon Polnick, Boyd Duckett, Frank Talley, Lee right. Livesey. I mean, we, we go after some guys that, you know, they're real good fishermen. They, they need to have products that will withstand the torture that they put them through. And, and that's why we pick them, and they love us, and they'll be out there representing us again next year. Yeah, I like that you're in an industry that you're passionate about and that you're so familiar with. It's just like a lot like Alan and, our, and myself, you know, we're in the kayak industry because we enjoy it. And I think that makes such a huge difference to it really ripples down to the customers because you have that passion. Yeah, we, we want to yeah, be it does. perfect partners for you guys too, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I can see a good, a good future with us. And I, I like that point you make too because when you're entrenched in an industry and you're doing what you love, you're the first to recognize an issue and jump on it. I'm not a guy that sits back here and waits on feedback from 10 or 15 guys. And then I don't know how to process it because I really don't understand what they're going through, but I'm on the water and I get it. Mm -hmm. And I understand the importance of it, which means that we can remedy any situation a little bit quicker. I feel so, so far so good, man. I mean, the customers love us and we're just going to keep putting product out there. That's what's up, man. And, you know, you guys have done an awesome job. Uh, we've got to get you out in the kayaks with us, though. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> you guys I know, dude. We've been talking about it. we got to go. Well, this time we of year go. is so tough, too, because of the heat. So give me or give the listener, might really give me, but give the <laughs> listeners all the pointers you have for fishing. Hot summer bass fishing in Alabama. In the heat, yes. Oh my gosh, hot summer. Go early if you if you want to, you know, fish Smart. for top water. Um, 
or find lakes that have vegetation because everybody knows that grass or vegetation through the photosynthesis process cools and creates oxygen, which will keep bass in the grass. I love grass, so you can go up to Gunnersville. You know, it grows awesome. in 10 to 15 feet, so you can fish that all the time. Um, but if you're not on a lake that has grass and it's primarily rock, once it gets hot, you got to go a little bit deeper or get around some docks and some shade. Dude, I love it. Yeah, so cover, shadow, shade, any kind that. of overcast days. I love that you said that about grass because, I mean, I think I've read that somewhere where, you know, anywhere that holds that vegetation is really good. Um, and, you know, I guess Alan and I are really bad about – in the summertime, we don't really change it up much either. We don't really change up our technique too much. And I think that's where we've been getting skunked. That was a couple episodes ago. We talked about how we've been skunked like the last three or four times. Trying so, to change it up, Bill. Yeah, we're trying to. Yeah, you got to change it up. <laughs> I've thrown everything but the kitchen sink at them. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You just got to keep changing until you find what they want. Then you'll get them. And I think you got a, you had a good point too with it being hot. You know, the fish and bass really, they, they can't breathe as well in really hot water. And so when they are around vegetation, I mean, throughout photosynthesis, I mean, come on, that's I great. Feel like I was in science class again. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> everybody, everybody learned a little bit of trivia today. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's those things that you look at that, you know, that really, when, when you're trying to get to that next level, you have to understand all this, no you know, there's a science behind a lot of it too. So, you know, I've spent hours and hours on the computer researching and figuring out how to catch them. And that, you know, that's where that pays off, too. And I think that every little bit helps. I mean, the weather, the conditions, overcast, did it rain the day before? Is it muddy? You know, you got to pay attention to everything. Is the lake you're going to very, very clear, typically? Um, I think downsizing a little bit has been a pretty good tip. Um, downsizing your line, downsizing your lures a little bit, fish a little slower, you know, pretty, pretty common. <laughs> That's right. Yep, that's exactly right. Is there anything that you want to leave, you know, with our listeners and um, just again, Bill Widler, Impulse Lithium, and we wanted you guys to get a chance to meet him, um, Alabama guy. We we're business professionals now and a lo local entrepreneur, so we wanted to give you the floor, man. Is there anything you want to leave our listeners with? You know, I mean. I'll recap the conversation a little bit to you guys out there fishing that want to make a career out of this, you know, put time on the water, do a lot of research. That'll get you there. And then make sure you got good equipment. Um, and, and don't, you know, cheat on your batteries because people say they're not important because when you, when you're on the elite series or professional fishing and you make a hundred mile run and your trolling battery batteries don't work, mm. that's the most important thing to you right there. So, you know, I say check out uh, impulselithium.com. We'll work with you to help build a system. You guys check me out. We're actually on Facebook and Instagram, too, under Impulse Lithium. And you guys, if you want to follow me and check out what I do, you can go to Bill Widler Fishing on Facebook and Instagram, or I have a website. Everything is updated on that. You can check it out, tight lines, and we're going to see y'all out there somewhere this year. I love it, bro. Thank you so much. And Thank we'll, you. we'll share all of your links and um, your handles as well when we um, premiere the episode. And so thank you so much again, Bill, seriously. Yeah, this has been a blast. I learned a lot. Yeah, not a problem. I enjoyed it. Anytime y'all want to talk again, just give me a shout. We will do, brother. And hey, up and all tight right, lines man. to you too, man. Yeah, we'll, tight we'll lines. We'll all get out there saying fish. All right, buddy. We'll see y'all. All right, see you, bro. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.
What a guy. What a guy. That was awesome. Yeah, that was a great interview. Yeah. Enjoyed I, it. Thank you, Bill. And we, I couldn't agree more with everything you said. I think that you hit the nail right on the head. We all do want to get out there and catch some more fish, obviously, this summer. So you guys be patient. Slow it down. And go hit your favorite fishing holes. Don't be afraid to get out there and fish. And maybe you learned something from this podcast. Hopefully you did. I know we did. And it was been, it's been really fun. Um, so everybody have an amazing week and weekend. And if you want us to interview or you have any suggestions for future podcasts, don't forget you can reach out to us at podcast at theyakshack.com. You can call or text the office line as well. Email Jessica and myself. We, we love the feedback. We love everything. And thank you guys again for all the support. Y'all have fun now. Have a great week. Thank you again. Bye.